Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello there. Welcome to the Phil Hay Monday Club. It's brought to you by the Square Ball with The Athletic. Dan here from The Square Ball. Phil Hay from The Athletic. A quick reminder that for a limited time, you can get 15% off the big three legal services with Levi Solicitors, Wills Probate and Conveyancing. Head to levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash Monday Club, or you can quote Monday Club when you contact Levi's. You get your regular 10% off legal fees on everything else. Levi's legal services for you personally and for your business. levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash Monday Club. Hello, Phil. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Uh, the flat tire this morning, Daniel. So even the car is joining in with the fun. Great stuff. It's a, a great symbol for Leeds United season, that one, isn't it? Mm. Really. We have 15 minutes with Phil. That's how we like to do it here on the Monday Club. So I will start the timer in a second. Just a reminder, we need to cover off everything that did or didn't happen at Craven Cottage at the weekend. And also look ahead to Leicester because that's going to be fun. 15 minutes on the clock. Here we go. Let's go. Let's go. There were two things happening at Fulham on Saturday. There was the team failing again as as they have in the previous two games against Liverpool and Crystal Palace but I think the bigger tale was what was coming from the away end in the second half and it's not as if we haven't seen over the past two seasons descent towards Rabazani and to Victor Otter and the board at Leeds in general but the fact that it's there again and the fact that Leeds are back where they were this time last season in fact in a, in a worse position in terms of points and, and the gap below them I think underlines how long this has been going on for now and the levels of dissatisfaction and, and dissent that are rising about the way in which the, the past two seasons have, have been handled. Um, I did a term for BT Sport before the game on on Saturday and they were asking, what is the problem? And I said, well, there are, there are lots, but when you boil it down, it feels more than ever that Leeds are this club who like to think that like to have long-term ideas, like to have long-term vision, like to think long-term, but they simply haven't managed the short-term in the period since um, Marcelo Bielsa left and and even in the period, you know, the, the immediate period um, before he was sacked. Well, you know, last season has been every bit as difficult as this one. And the post-Bielsa plans have, have clearly not worked. The attempt to make the squad more competitive this season um, and to push them up into that bracket Radrazani was looking for, 10th to 14th, has not worked. Again, evidently, it's, it's there to see. 
And I think that the mood of the away end, as far as I could tell, and I think this stretches further into the fan base, is that they do now want to see change and and they do want to see they do want to see plans and vision for something different, you know, and, and to break out of what has been a rut and a negative cycle now for, for quite a while. And I, I think if we're talking cycles more than ever, you feel that this regime at the moment, as it stands, has really come to the end of theirs. It's really difficult to see where it goes from here. We've said a few times, haven't we? Um you and I and Michael as well on these various shows that the away end is always an interesting litmus test for the general state of mind of the fan base at large. Yeah, there are times when there are times when people can be, and I know this from going to football myself, there are times where you can be sucked into saying things you don't necessarily mean or you don't necessarily feel deep down because of the kind of immediate frustration of what's happening on the pitch there and then. But as I say, this isn't a kind of, you know, again, I feel like the crowd have been really patient with Leeds this season and in the way that they were patient with them last season, but patience does wear thin. And I think it was always going to wear thin after Palace and Liverpool and, and the way in which the table had changed and the way in which the, the atmosphere around the team at Leeds, you know, and the, and the form had kind of changed in, in the blink of an eye. Fulham was always going to be a bit of a lightning rod for frustration and concern because Fulham is exactly the sort of game that you need to be taking something from. And, you know, you, you can wrap up the game itself Fairly simply, Fulham were better, Fulham dominated, Melier made two mistakes, Fulham took advantage of, of both of them. And even though there was the late goal that did make you know the, the closing stages interesting and a long stretch of injury time off of the, the chance of a draw, it was just papering over cracks, wasn't it? It was papering over cracks of a, a fairly limp and, and poor performance that, if we're being totally honest, didn't really deserve anything. And it turns this week into monumentally important week. And, you know, I, I think if if Leeds pick this to have another bad one, at the end of it, it'll be very difficult to make an argument for them getting out of this. Running out of road now, aren't they? Running out of road. Um, yeah, the chance yeah. just after the hour mark. We want water, we want water out. Uh, we want Orta out. Sack the board. Orta time to go. Uh, it seems to be getting directed towards Victor Orta, which points to recruitment. Well, I, again, I don't think it's isolated to him, but clearly he's right in the thick of this and recruitment is heavily his responsibility. And as I say, you know, the squad didn't stand up to scrutiny last season. They they got away with it more than anything and, and did survive. But in no way was it a season that was under control. And, and the same is true now as well. And, you know, you cannot be absolved of blame if you're in senior positions like that. You go through a, a period really where... The narrative for a long time focuses on the form of individual players and it focuses on team selection. And we can chat about Gracia, who is clearly not at a good time in these last last three fixtures. But, you know, team selection, tactics, everything else, is, as we did with Marsh. But eventually, the, the fingers start to point to the top because it goes on for so long that you have to ask, what's gone so badly wrong that it's come to this? You know, that, that Leeds aren't able to be more competitive and, and haven't been able to build a squad that looks more capable of surviving. I mean, again, that I wrote last week about Jorginho Ruta and you know the kind of limited impact that somebody so expensive has had on this season. And, and this is not an argument about whether Ruta is fundamentally a good player or talented player, because clearly he is. But if you're in the trouble leads are in, you can't have a situation where you need a result at Fulham, you're two one down, and and he just isn't involved. You know, he's just on the bench again as he as he has been right the way through. The squad just is. As much as there are talented players in it, and I do think there are, it comes back to the, the point we've been making several times, which is that 
it's not lent itself to building a strong team or a competitive team. And it's left them in, in really serious trouble. And I think at this stage, everybody has to face up to the fact that it hasn't worked for two years. Things do need to change. And, and I think if there is a takeover coming in the summer, and it's very much dependent on Leeds staying up in its present form anyway, if there is a takeover coming, the message from the away end I felt on Saturday was that people want to see that the, the next setup and the next regime is markedly different, that there are changes, that there are differences in approach to, you know, particularly um, the building of the team and, and everything else. I think that was what you were hearing, was that people want to see that shift. We also heard the name Marcelo Bielsa song with 20 minutes to go. I mean, you said in your in, in your uh, match report it wasn't aimed at, at Gracias specifically. What do you think that meant then? What was it was it just I, a tri- was it just a tribute to the great man? Was it a, a longing for something no. past, or what? What were what, we after there? No, it wasn't. I don't think it was a tribute, and I don't mean because people don't want to, you know, repeatedly pay tribute to him because they do. I don't think the res- the respect for his period as head coach will will ever ever fade um, among the the support. It seemed to me to be a pointed um, pointed chant towards the board to say that was good. Those times were good. Those times, at the best, were phenomenal. This is not. And the decision to replace Bielsa, um, I mean, to, to go back to the, the sacking of Bielsa, I understood the decision because of the, the circumstances and the way the football was going. But the process of, of replacing him and recovering from that and building again is simply not taking effect. It hasn't. It's It's gone, you know, it's gone wrong. And I think that was the point. You did that then, and since then... It's still been a kind of downward slope. It, it hasn't gone better. I don't think it was directed towards Gracia. I don't think it was a case of saying to Gracia, you're not him and, and you're not good enough. I think it was saying to the board, that was a period where we were happy. That was a period where, you know, it wasn't going well laterally for Bielsa, but for a long stretch with Bielsa, that was the best it had been for as long as most people could remember. And now look at it. And, you know, they, they still have games and they still have time to get out of this Leeds and Tomorrow against Leicester is so big, you, you can't really categorise it properly. It, it's just a, a game they have to win, got to win. So, they, you know, they, it could happen still. But as it stands and looking at the team on Saturday, doesn't look like a team who are fighting their way out of this. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 30 to say, though, that there is frustration at Gracia's uh, what's deemed to be negative approach yeah. towards, towards some of these games as well and the lack of front-foot football. Because I wondered if maybe that's what part of the Bielsa chanting was about. Well, it, it, it's I, I guess people who are chanting can can say for sure, um, and and will know better that there's definitely been an aspect to that in the past three games that what Grassi was doing well initially and what was working for him has has gone and and has just dropped to dropped to bits in a, in such a spectacular way. It's quite difficult to to fathom. I mean, in a lot of ways, Willie Nonto is kind of becoming his equivalent of Joe Gelhart under. Bielsa, you know, this player who people want to see used, who think can make a difference, the sort of player who you feel like in difficult times you should be leaning on because of his kind of wild card streak and his ability to do something out of nothing, but actually is getting fairly limited minutes. And and okay, you know, Leeds pulled that goal back just before Nonto came on. But at the point where he was starting to get ready at 2-0 down, it looked like the game had gone completely. And a little bit like what I was saying about Ruta coming on, you know, at 5-1 down to Palace and Three one down to Arsenal, four one down to to Liverpool. Almost appearing in circumstances where making a difference is is asking too much or, or asking a lot, and and not not making the best of it. And it's it's quite difficult to to fathom. But again, to, to go back to you know the the chat on on BT Sport, you know I, I was thinking, and I wrote this in my piece, but as uh, the the panel was Joe Cole and Steve Sibyl and Rio Ferdinand, and they were talking about how and why it had gone wrong, and and I did look at Grassi and think. He is just really picking up the pieces here. What you've had is a squad which was supposed to work for Bielsa changing into a squad which was supposed to work for Marsh. Two guys who, whatever the the advertisement about Marsh was at the beginning, were very different in the way that they think about football, very very different in the way that they play football. And now you've got Gracia, who again, I feel his football is very different to Marsh's, taking on a squad that wasn't built for him. So perhaps it was inevitable that however well it started for them, they were they were going to hit the wall again or they were going to run into trouble because the dots just don't really join. Uh, just over four minutes left, Phil. Two things to touch on specifically. I want to talk about the midfield, Rocker and McKenny, if we can, and then move on to Leicester quickly. So let's start with midfield and what did you make of it on Saturday? It's not working. There's, there's, it's, it's too limp. Um, there's not enough control there. McKenny, I don't think, you know, he had a good game against Forrest, but I don't think has been particularly impressive at all since coming in from Juventus and and I, and really begs the question of of whether the money that's set aside to spend on him is a sensible investment at this stage. I also don't think that the position that he's playing in is the position where you're going to get the best out of him at all. And it's hard not to feel on Saturday that you would love to get Tyler Adams back in that midfield just to give it some more bite and, and to give it the presence of somebody who is supposed to be playing as a kind of deep line midfielder. Um, remind me of question two because I've forgotten. Leicester City. <laughs> well, they had a good win at the weekend and they are clinging on like everybody else. I don't think it matters in any way how the game's played or what the, the level of performance is like. The only thing that is going to count at the end of this is the the result. But I genuinely feel like the Forest game at home, Leeds are going to have to Leeds are going to have to push the pace of this. They're going to have to set the tempo. They're going to have to engage the crowd. I, I think this is the last night where Gracia can afford to be seen to be on the back foot. Uh, Barnes and Madison as well, two thorns in our side. Both have been dealing with injuries recently. Um, any word on those? Because I think they're touch and go, aren't they, for this game? 
Not at this stage. Um, I would imagine Leicester will be having a press conference later today. Um, Grassi will also be speaking later today as well. Um, makes a big difference to Leicester if they're involved. Makes a big difference if they're not involved. And like you say, Barnes in particular, someone who has um, has stuck it into Leeds previously. What do you think the atmosphere is going to be like at Ellen Road tomorrow night? I've got a feeling it'll be broadly supportive from the off bat. I feel like it won't take yeah. a lot to turn it. I think that's absolutely right. Nobody is going to go in there wanting Leeds to lose. Nobody's going to want to go in there um, intending to turn on the team or the board or, or anyone else. But what sort of levels of patience are there going to be if it if it starts going wrong? This is where you this is where you have to you have to serve it up, isn't it? It's where you have to serve it up. And I think there's a lot that's not working here. And you know, in, in no way can you say that the players have, have acquitted themselves well in the past three games. And it does really in the end fall to them. It falls to Gracia as well. But as I say, with Gracia, it really does feel at the moment like picking up the pieces of a model which just is is pretty much shot. Any changes to the team that you would advocate for heading into this Tuesday game? I would play Nonto. I I definitely would play Nonto. The, the midfield, it makes you want to make changes there, but minus Tyler Adams, you really are reaching for somebody like JB or Archie Gray. Perhaps it's the moment, perhaps it's the time. I don't know. We can't afford to not work in the way that it didn't work at, at Fulham. Um, but again, it's not that there are no options there, and not that there's no way of changing it. He could he could put Adam Forshaw in, but it, one thing I think that will be quite interesting to to learn today, if Gracia cuts to the chase with this, is whether Cooper's going to be fit, whether Verber's going to be fit. They both seem to take a bit of a hammering um, at points on on Saturday, and Cooper, to my mind, had a good game defensively. He swept up, you know, a lot. He he dealt with a lot, but I think again, the fact that Leeds are in quite sort of resistant and you know, desperate defensive mode tells you the story. You know, they, they need to be controlling games as opposed to bailing water. Yeah, they were better defensively, weren't they, on, on Saturday, it should be said. But I, th- I think you can add to that that Fulham didn't really look like they were ever out of third gear, did they? You know, and I know Fulham have no pressure on them. They, they really don't. Their season is is pretty much done. Um, they're safe and, and it's all been in hand. But it was it was a little bit of a cruise for them, I felt. Right, well, we've hit the timing just beautifully. 20 seconds left. Any final thoughts? It is just do or die time now, isn't it, really? We've been saying this for weeks. It's felt a little bit like Groundhog Day, Phil. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. Win tomorrow, get something at Bournemouth because May does not look straightforward at all. Do we need four points out of these next two games, at least? I would say so. Yeah, I think so. And there's a hell of a point to finish on. There we go. Full-time whistle. One in the eye for the people who were criticising us for going about 30 seconds <laughs> over last week, Phil. I've watched the awesome, yeah. <laughs> I'm pleased we managed to hit the time in. That's probably one of the biggest victories we've had this week, I think. Um, you, <laughs> you can find us over on the Phil Hayes Show. We're going to be there towards the back end of the week, then after Leicester and before Bournemouth. Um, usual end of week dose over there. Athletic.com forward slash Leeds pod if you want to read uh, Phil's stuff, interact with him as well. What do you think you're going to get out of Javi today then, just as we sign off? Not a lot. I don't think a huge amount. I don't think we'll, he'll deviate from what he's been saying. We're chatting to him after the game on Saturday, um, asking him about what had gone on. And he was, you know, again, didn't look like he necessarily had the answers there. And then was saying that in his view, he thought quite a lot of the players were playing well, which I don't think is necessarily true over the past few games. Um, pressed on Nonto and also Melee in goal, you know, whether or not Robles um, should come in there. And, you know, really went down that line of, look, I'm head coach, decisions are mine. I look at the players, I'll I'll do what I think is best. So, you know, I, I think he'll I think he'll be wary of saying too much today. I think he'll he'll keep everything pretty close and, and he'll know that that everything over the next 48 hours is going to be judged on what happens against Leicester. 
Phil, thank you. I think we cheated there and went slightly into extra time. Yeah, we but, did. But, I should uh, to do it. Yeah, plucky everybody. Yeah, hopefully nobody noticed. Enjoy your trip up to Thorpe Arch and we will catch up towards the back end of the week on the Phil Hayes Show. Thank you. We'll see you in a bit. The Square Ball Podcast. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.